This week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast is brought to you by Artbase. Are you managing an art collection or an artist studio or a gallery? Is it time to bring your collection management skills up to a professional level? Well, Artbase is the right software to manage your art business. Artbase allows you to track your artworks and contacts in an easy-to-use, powerful database. Enter your data once, and you can use that data to generate reports, offers, contracts, and so much more. They've got a brand new version out with a whole new look that can be used on the cloud from any location on any device. So what are you waiting for? Go to artbase.com today to learn more. And be sure to mention Art Tactic for a 15% discount. Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm Adam Green. Hope everyone's doing well and staying safe out there. Since our last episode, there have been a few major developments in the art world. First, Art Basel was officially canceled for 2020. Really unfortunate news. We'll have to see about some of the other major art fairs coming up. Freeze London, FIAC, even Art Basel Miami. I'm hopeful that at least Miami can happen. It's so far out in December, but the truth is no one really knows. All we know right now is that large crowds are still one of the most dangerous places to be with coronavirus out there. So it just doesn't make sense to have art fairs, at least in the current format in which they exist. And I think it isn't just about seeing the art in person, which people definitely do miss a lot, but it's also about the art community in general. I've been doing Zoom meetings this past week with a few galleries as they show off their Art Basel previews, and that was surprisingly a really positive experience. It was nice to see people's faces and catch up, and I think an art fair really lets you do that with so many people in just a few hours' time. On a more positive note, New York City is officially open again, hallelujah. Galleries are starting to open, by appointment only. But this is a really positive development, and I hope all the galleries are open soon enough. In this week's episode of the podcast, we're joined by Perry Eason, founder and creative director of Perry Dust, an online platform that focuses on the intersection between art, fashion, and design. It was a really fascinating conversation, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks so much for joining us. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Um, I appreciate the chance to discuss. Absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us. So first, before we begin, tell us what exactly is Perry Dust. I know you have a really large following, especially on social media, but maybe for some of our listeners who don't follow already, tell us what Perry Dust is exactly. So Perry Dust, Um, was imagined to be an online magazine, which exists at the intersection of art, fashion, design. Um, Really the way I saw it, um, I saw it as this visual and sensory universe um, that was created to incite the act of discovery in viewers. Yeah, I think that intersection between art, fashion, and design is very interesting. What was your journey, and how did you end up founding Peridust? Of course. So my background is in architecture. That's I studied architecture in school, and then I went on to get my master's in interior architecture. At that time, I was interning for a furniture design firm in Los Angeles. It was actually 
started by um, Richard Meyer's daughter, Anna Meyer. And we had this space on Melrose Place where we really created a concept store. Um, we brought in fine art prints from across the street at Gemini Gel. And then we also um, we found kind of emerging artists in LA and we brought them in their work in as well to the space. And then we curated, we curated these vignettes with our furniture, which had an element of, you know, the art, the design, and they were just kind of imagined as these little vignettes and little worlds. And it was really interesting to me when people walked in off the street and, you know, they, they wanted to know what exactly this was. Was it a furniture design showroom? Was it an art gallery? And it was, it was a little bit of everything, right? So I saw that some people really took to that and were magnetized. And then others were confused by it and kind of almost put off a bit. Um, so I thought that that was interesting. I wanted to kind of follow that thread further. And so I began to think about what it would be like to, to create a blog or a dialogue about that online. and. I didn't know what that was going to be at the time, um, but that's kind of how the idea seeded in my mind. So what exactly are the collaborations that you're doing and who are you doing them with and how does it all work? So essentially the way it all started is I would go into, you know, I would I'd try to expose myself to as much art as possible, really, because, you know, at the time I was working um, as an interior designer and when there was moments for me to go to Chelsea, for example, to the galleries, I wouldn't really know where to start. Um, so, that, so I wanted to kind of give people an overview of, of what I, you know, had seen that gave me an emotional reaction um, and what I thought was really compelling for others to see as well. So how that all began is that I would, you know, I decided I want to layer into this and offer an element of human scale because I do think when you show um, a person an image, it's important to kind of, what you want is for them to envision themselves in that space, interacting with that piece of art or that piece of design. So showing, using myself out of, out of convenience, um, I layered into the scene or the gallery space in a way that would draw out elements of the art that I found um, interesting, that I thought, that I could add to the conversation um, with. So I began to photograph myself against the art and then write, um, do a little write up about why I chose what I was wearing and what, what the experience was like. And that, um, and then that kind of snowballed and um, fast forward, the CFDA had a um, category that year for fashion Instagrammer of the year and I got nominated for that. So that's kind of what really gave me the stamp of approval in the in the world of fashion. So then I was able to very much like a magazine um, pull the clothes, the dream look that I wanted to dialogue with with the artwork. And that's when I was able to kind of like take things to the next level. And that's when I started collaborating with brands such as like Calvin Klein, Chanel, Cartier, um, National Geographic. Um, I've really been so fortunate to work with a lot of amazing brands. I know we're at an odd time right now, 
um, this moment. But I think that there's so much possibility. And I think that keeping, you know, life is fluid. And I think that systems can be fluid as long as you are willing to kind of push and shape shift them. Um, yeah, so that's, that's a little bit of background. There are a lot of blogs and social media accounts that focus on maybe art or fashion or design, but there aren't that many that really overlap all three of those. Why did you focus on that intersection, and why do you think that's so appealing to consumers of information and images and social media? Ultimately, I think everything is informing each other always, constantly. That's always in flux. So to kind of being like pigeon myself into one realm just it's not me and it doesn't it didn't feel like that was the future um and you know I really believe that the future is in collaboration and in conversations and and you know dialogues between different disciplines um I think that that is so important and I think having these things that are at the you know forefront of whatever niche it is put up next to each other, rubbed up against each other. I think that's very powerful um, because ultimately, you know, what I'm trying to do is to cause somebody else to feel something different and to question the norms um, that have been put into place or the systems that have been put into place. And I think that's the only way um, to bring these elements together. I want to ask you about the fine art element of this because the Art Tactic podcast, we focus almost exclusively on art in the art world. So you're going into galleries, you're taking pictures. I'm curious about the experience of that, especially at the beginning when you didn't have much of a following. And now, now that you have a large following, how has your relationship with galleries changed? How have they treated you uh, at the beginning versus now? Tell us about your interactions and relationships with galleries in the art world. You know, it really the responses in the early stages ran the whole gamut. As I'm sure you can imagine, there's many personalities that run different institutions and galleries. Um, and I loved that. I loved just the human psychology of it. I mean, I was kicked out of Casey Kaplan and asked to delete my images. <laughs> I was, you know, welcomed at the Gagosian. And, you know, one of the directors told me like, oh, you posted this Frank Stella and then it sold. So, I mean, I got like embraced and pushed out the door and like everything in between. So, but for me, I was just so determined and really believed in this idea of, you know, appropriating art in the context of different of fashion of design it's design without you know w while elevating everything and not bringing anything down or kind of diminishing the power of fine art and as a, a, like you know one of the highest forms of creation so I think I just I have always honored every element of the process and, and bringing them together. I hope that they become like something bigger than, of course, myself and maybe even something bigger than what they are individually. And as we said, you have an incredible following on social media, including Instagram. You have almost 200,000 followers there now. How are you able to successfully engage with your audiences on social media? 
What would you say are one or two pieces of advice you can offer on how to have a successful social media account and really keep your audience engaged over time? I mean, the like reality is it's all a mosaic um, is how I see it. You know, I don't, I don't, I try not to put too much uh, focus on one realm over another. I mean, the website, my website is like the foundation. It's where it began. And Instagram has been amazing because it's been a very powerful way for me to convey my ideas because it's so visual and because I'm able to tag the artist um, directly with the designer. And that those people who would have maybe never known about each other, seen each other are now able to like, you know, if, if they want to kind of go look over there and see what's going on. So I think that, um, yeah, I think that Instagram and the engagement, it's about authenticity. It's about timing. Um, we know that now. We also know that it's the power of image. It's, it's incredibly powerful. And the dissemination of information. Um, so I think that, you know, engaging is, is key to growing a following and maintaining a following. Um, and now people are really like on the hunt for authenticity, which is always, always the most important thing. Um, so I think it's about coming up with a really original idea and, a, and, and not necessarily idea, maybe just an original um, way to, to share that idea, an interesting angle, a perspective, um, and going with it. I think that you don't have to be everything to everyone, but you do have to be honest and true to the concept that you're trying to convey. Yeah, absolutely. And in addition to your social media, you also have the website, really the platform and the foundation for your business. You have so many things going on there. Tell us what's on the website and also actually share with us the website address so our listeners can check it out. Um, it's paridus.com, so P-A-R-I-D-U-S-T.com. Um, so, you know, I, I always enjoy conversating with artists. I think that artists are so essential right now. And, you know, I, I feel like an artist should have the seat, a seat at the table in politics um, and, and science and everything, you know? I think that they're the shapeshifters and um, the visionaries who can actually create something now for the near future. So I think conversating with artists and um, also, I'm working on something right now. It's kind of in the spiritual realm. Um, it's a newsletter where, because um, I've always been interested in um, astrology and cosmic energy and, and things like that as well. And I think right now, like we need that. We need something to look to, to kind of um, bring, bring it all together in our minds. I think that it doesn't have to be so... I never want to like hit somebody over the head with something. I think it's all like coded clues to simulate, simulate your own thoughts. Um, what does this image represent? Just anything to keep the thought going. And again, to question and the systems that are in place, because in order to change those systems, we have to create new systems. Um, so that's really where my head's at. 
as of this moment. Well, it's really interesting to hear about this part of the art world and really the way you've explored successfully the intersection between art, design, and fashion. Perry, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. We really enjoyed it. If our listeners want to follow you on social media, on Instagram, what's your username? And also, what's the website again for Perry Dust? So the website is parrydust.com and the Instagram is at parrydust, P-A-R-I-D-U-S-T. Great. Thanks so much again, Perry. We appreciate it. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks so much to Artbase for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. Are you managing an art collection, an artist studio, or gallery? Is it time to bring your collection management skills up to a professional level? Well, Artbase is the right software to manage your art business. Artbase lets you track your artworks and contacts in an easy-to-use, powerful database. Enter your data just once and use that data to generate reports, offers, contracts, and much more. They've got a brand new version out with a whole new look that can be used on the cloud from any location on any device. So what are you waiting for? Go to artbase.com, that's A-R-T-B-A-S-E.com to learn more, and be sure to mention Art Tactic for a 15% discount.